Psychedelics have helped me become a more nurturing mother, a more present mother, uh, more compassionate, loving. They have opened my heart more, um, created more vulnerability in relationships with loved ones. Uh, they have helped me connect more to nature and what really matters. They have helped me bring me back into my body and release trauma that has been trapped since age seven. They have helped change my life in so many ways and I hope that uh, people start coming, coming more aware of them and maybe being a little more curious about how they can help you in your life and yeah, bring some more value to your life, bring more love, more connection, community. Welcome to Minds on Mushrooms, where we're unveiling the magic behind psychedelics for mental health and addiction. I'm your host, Maggie Kirkwood. Thanks for joining. Um, today with me, we have Emily Silker, who is a psychedelic coach. Um, Emily, I've been a fan of yours for a couple months now. A video that we just watched or saw you were speaking it caught my attention just because <clears throat> I appreciate how open and honest you are about psychedelics and how they've helped you and others. And I couldn't be more thrilled to have you here today on the podcast. Thanks for coming in from Duluth. Mm -hmm. um, I really appreciate you. Can you talk about yourself and you know what's brought you to this space and, and becoming a psychedelic coach? Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate you having me here and I'm excited to be here. Um, my path as a psychedelic coach, I mean, it started probably, you know, getting into spirituality just in my 20s, but then realizing that there's out like there was something more to life, you know. And at uh 28 years old, I was in um, a pretty unhealthy marriage, and that sent me to Al-Anon, which started my um, healing path. And um, when I realized how great it felt to, to heal and evolve and be in that space, I kind of just didn't stop. Um, and so that brought me to other healing modalities, modalities and brought up um, memories from my childhood that I had forgotten. And so then that brought me even deeper into my healing and, um, doing, you know, EMDR and all these different kinds of talk therapy and all the things, um, that we are told to do. And then, uh, a couple of years ago, somebody had introduced me to psychedelics Wonderful. and yeah. And so when I realized I could do 
six months of EMDR therapy in four hours, I figured why not work smarter, you know, and not harder. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of started this whole thing of like, I need to bring this to other people. And the medicine just kept showing me like, you need to share this with people and get it out there and bring awareness because you can go so much deeper into your healing process with the help of these medicines. That's so wonderful. And I completely agree. And I'm so happy to find people like you. So, you know, not only can we talk and share, but there's Mm -hmm. just so much to be said and it's a never ending conversation. Right. Um, I want to hear more about your certificate or training um, to become a psychedelic coach through third wave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So again, like when the psych, like when I realized how much healing I could do with this, actually, well, to go back, I had a friend that had um, passed away and I feel like she was connecting with me, showing me my path in a way as well. And so she started showing up with feathers so when I started my psychedelic path and um, she had some kind of mental instability and stuff that led to her death. And um, so I really feel like she was showing up, showing me like, this is how you can help people, you know, and maybe I'm not going to save people. They can only save themselves, but again, bring awareness. And so as those feathers showed up, I followed that and then um, I had... Um, just wanting to bring that awareness, I started kind of Googling where, how I can get certified or what I can do to bring this to people in the safest way possible and learn about it. And the universe kind of kept showing up for me and it kept aligning where I ended up at third wave, which is a psychedelic coaching Institute. And, um, Paul Austin is the owner of third wave. And one of the first known, I think, uh, microdosing coaches that there has been, and he's very much at the forefront of the psychedelic space. So yeah, so he led that program and um, a lot of knowledge and, and his purpose, which I love, is to bring the indigenous, the reverence of the medicine from the indigenous cultures with Western, you know, research and um, our, you know, access to science and research and all that and bringing those two things together. Um, so, so the program was amazing because we had shamans and therapists. Oh gosh. Yeah. And got to see both parts of the medicine process, but yeah, so it was eight months long. Goodness. Yeah. 10 to 12 hours of coursework a week with some amazing um, people and teachers, and then six-day intensive in Costa Rica with 50 of us in our cohort, which was amazing, and doing, you know, different medicines through the six days and just seeing how we can help our clients in the space. So Wow. Yeah. Um, So you get your certification and – you kind of put together, start putting together your psychedelic coaching business, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I'd like to talk about just some of your offerings or services. Um, you can teach people any, anywhere 
learning from microdosing. Um, you can also act as a guide um, for those that are interested in um, working with a larger dosage mm -hmm. um, and um, helping them to safely source and, and be with them. <clears throat> and yeah, I'd like to hear, um, you know, just for somebody who's kind of new to the scene and, you know, what's microdosing all about? If, mm -hmm. if you were to kind of offer a course, kind of what would that look like and um, what sort of duration? Um, and I, I just want to talk about microdosing in general because you've taught me Yeah. Um, when it comes to microdosing, we want to be stacking our microdose. And mm -hmm. so let's just start with the microdosing aspect, if you <laughs> wouldn't mind. Yeah. So microdosing is, you know, taking a small amount daily. I think it's great for people that are maybe a little hesitant getting into psychedelics or maybe don't have the time to go to a retreat. Um, it's easily accessible and it also can help with serotonin levels. It can help balance, regulate your nervous system. Um, it's very heart opening, so you can feel more connected, uh, to loved ones, to nature. It can help with, uh, shadow work, you know, connecting your conscious with your unconscious so that you are able to pick up on patterns and habits, which show up in so many areas of our lives, you know? And so when you're able to access that, I mean, you can almost change anything within you if you are, if that's your goal, um, or, you know, daily, it can just make you feel a little better and a little lighter. Yeah. I think, um, when it comes to microdosing or we were talking, mm -hmm. um, well, for me, my very personal story is I microdosed to essentially give up alcohol and it worked like a dandy. <laughs> um, but then, you know, I myself working through divorce, mm -hmm. um, started realizing that microdosing could help me with very specific goals or, right. you know, just checking that next thing off the list and, and moving on to, mm -hmm. you know, the next. Um, so, you know, all the talk in the media, we're hearing it can help with depression and, mm -hmm. um, PTSD, but, Right. Um, yeah, I'd like to hear more about, and maybe if you could talk about with people that you've been working with, like which specific um, problems or mm -hmm. anything you might have to add uh, personally. So did it help you with like the focus of getting to those goals? Yeah, I think that it was more or less, we were trying to find a solution um, mm -hmm. within the divorce and it didn't happen overnight, but we were talking with mediators and lawyers that, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's incredibly hard to figure out how a business would be divided. Mm -hmm. um, we owned a business. Um, and I think I just kept asking the medicine, you know, help me. What's yeah. fair? What's, um, and, and over time I was able to come up with a solution and, um, I just felt like because nobody else was offering <laughs> any right. solutions toward it. So um, that's kind of what had happened for me. But um, I also have friends that, you know, microdose for binge eating or mm -hmm. performance anxiety. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think I just wanted to touch on that, that it's, you know, depending on the duration or how long you intend on, on microdosing, you can work towards mm -hmm. depleting depression and PTSD, but it's also just kind of, for me, very beneficial for that 
Yeah, it helps kind of be more creative, but also keep you in your heart or your your knowing, right? So you're doing the right thing, but also being creative and problem solving. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it can help with both of those things as well, cognitivity and um, creativity. And then, yeah, with PTSD and anxiety and depression, that's where the regulation with your nervous system comes in. Um, or it attaches to the same receptors that an SSRI would attach to or binds to that. Mm -hmm. So it's helping you give you that little bit of lift without suppressing your emotions. Um, I hear from a lot of my clients that they feel numb. I haven't taken an SSRI, so I'm, you know, I don't know personally. Um, I've definitely been in places where I probably needed them, but I, I just, I don't know. And just for our viewers and SSRI is essentially, I don't know how. An antidepressant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Um, So, so yeah. So when I have clients come to me, um, that is kind of a big issue of why they want to get off the SSRIs. They want to feel again. They want to be in their body again. They want to experience things Mm -hmm. that they're not experiencing on these other medicines. So, and then with the, with the balancing of your nervous system, Mm -hmm. I think it's so overlooked on, um, how regulating our, regulating our nervous system can affect us and how much it can help us and stay out of that fight or flight or freeze state that anxiety or depression can put you in. Sure. Um, that's all just, yeah. So it's, we could talk about microdosing for days. (laughs) Well, and that's kind of the short version of how it helps you long term right you know anxiety and depression and ptsd what i've seen from my clients uh, is that it's coming from other traumas and everybody there's so many people that will say i've never had a trauma i everybody's had some kind of trauma in their life you know it's just when you say trauma it seems like some big thing it doesn't have to be some big thing it can be anything and so the other thing that microdosing can help with is help you get to the root of these things that are causing the anxiety and the depression. Mm-hmm. So when you're calming your nervous system, you're able to feel those emotions and release them or connect your conscious with your unconscious to see where the root of that is. And sure. so over time, the anxiety and depression should slowly go away if you get deep enough into it. Um, I had a client that uh, had no idea where her depression was coming from because she didn't actually have any trauma that she knew of in this life. Well, I guess it would be kind of this life, but it ended up being generational depression. Mm. And so she healed generations of it. I've been hearing a lot about that lately. Mm -hmm. Uh, Family constellation therapy. Have you heard of that? No. We can talk later (laughs) tonight, (laughs) but it's essentially dealing with generational or intergenerational traumas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, another big, I guess I get questions a lot, you know, people are interested in microdosing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, word on the street is if you're going to have a macro experience, um, you can maybe get to the root of the trauma a, a little bit more quickly or in yeah. one, you know, five hour journey. For sure. Um, so with your coaching, you mm-hmm. know, for those that are interested, you know, in, in more of a macro experience, um, let's talk about that. 
Yeah. Um, I like to assess people, you know, to see if they're ready for a macro dose. Mm -hmm. There's so many different factors involved, especially if they do have like a bigger T trauma that they haven't gotten to and they haven't really done a ton of uh, deep work. It could be ungrounding for them. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's when I would start someone with microdosing and then slowly work away the layers. But um, with the macro dose, I mean, there's so much you can do with it if you're prepared correctly and set your intention, intention correctly. And um, I help guide people on how to set that intention so they can get the most out of their healing process, but also bring them to a place of almost containing whatever comes up at the end so that it's not bubbled to the top and just left there because mm -hmm. that can be extra traumatizing. So having the support, you know, of that, because there's so many people too that have so many challenging experiences. And I know I have, and that's another reason I'm here is to mitigate, you know, any challenges that can happen for people or the fear or anything like that mm -hmm. um, by safer practices. Sure. So important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's often for people, if there's the first time there's <clears throat> you know, a world of worry or especially mm -hmm. with the stigma we've been living with yeah. and, and people are freaked out. So right. it's, um, it's good to hear that, you know, services are available where people like you can mm -hmm. help people feel better about feeling better. <laughs> right. Yeah. I had read something the other day too, that like, if you had a challenging experience, that means that like your glutamate levels were unbalanced. And so like, balancing out your glutamate levels can be really helpful. And so sometimes those challenging experiences have actually been um, better for people okay. Okay. than the easier ones. Yeah. Like they come out of it with more information, I guess you'd say. Gotcha. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to get back to microdosing real quick because mm -hmm. it was a real um, shocker <laughs> for me because uh, I was a you know, before I, you had mentioned stacking and using supplements to enhance your microdose. Right. Can you touch on that for our viewers, please? Yeah. So what I guide my clients to do is follow the Stamet stack. Paul Stamet is a very well-known mycologist, you know. And so I start them there and that's four days on, three days off is the protocol. And then you're stacking it with niacin, which is a B3. And the thing that I love most about the niacin is that it delivers the psilocybin um, to your bloodstream a little easier and just increases the benefits of it. It's also a mood stabilizer. Um, it's good for brain function as well. And then lion's mane is the other one that mm -hmm. I have um, my clients stack with. And it's usually around like 200 milligrams of each. And lion's mane is also very, it increases the benefits of the psilocybin. It's also a mood stabilizer. It's good for your immune system. It's good for inflammation. It's good for cognition. Um, yeah. So it's just like a good mix well, it was a total game changer for me. When, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> Good. Mean, yes. Um, let's talk about retreats. And yeah. by the way, I'd like to talk about a future retreat with you. But, yes. Uh, I would love that. Yay. <laughs> uh, what, yeah, have you facilitated any? And um, can you talk to us? Um, I think you had said something about a women's group. Mm -hmm. um, kind of what the retreat 
entailed, looked like? Were there any big breakthroughs? I'd love to hear more. Yeah. So I've done a couple women's retreats. Um, and the first one was kind of just like a, you know, a beta test, like kind of going into it, not even sharing what was going to come out of it, but I just went with my intuition with the group of women that I had and based the weekend around, um, kind of where they were at in their journey and mix that with microdosing so that they could be in a little bit more of a vulnerable, safe place. Um, for some reason, I, not for some reason, but just like getting women to cry, especially when I see them come in, in such a guarded state, getting them to open up and get to a place of feeling safe enough to cry and to release things. And not everybody's way to release is crying. You know, it could be so many different ways. But I know when I see crying that there's healing happening. Um, it's not like a victim mentality or anything. It's like a release. And so during that first weekend, yeah, we mixed uh, microdosing with breath work and some different workshops and things and gave the women tools for regulating their nervous systems and facing some of the traumas in their lives. And just to see them from the beginning of the weekend to the end of the weekend and the weight lifted off of them from having these releases in just two days was so powerful and giving them the tools again, just to move forward and, and knowing what it feels like to have these releases is motivation on its own. You know, once you feel that, uh, is huge. And then, yeah, the second retreat was pretty similar. A lot of breakthroughs with women. Um, again, the microdosing just puts you in the safe place to be open and vulnerable and at the end of the weekend, I brought in some men at the second retreat, surprised the women with some men. And we, yeah. <laughs> what had happened? It was, yeah. And it was men that um, nobody really knew each other. So it was kind of like intense, but I love like these intense things yeah. and like super just bringing people really deep. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so yeah, I brought in the men and we had a masculine and feminine wounding workshop. So, oh, wow. so they held space for each other for healing. They were able to tell each other how they want to be seen or how they wish they would have been seen in certain situations. And, and then women were kind of talking to the men, the masculine as a whole, or maybe, you know, other masculine figures that affected them in their lives. And the men and women were both crying. I had, yeah, women that started working through a lot of stuff the rest of the day, which was like really powerful and wow. yeah, a really, really good experience for both parties. So, so that's, you know, showed me, um, also what I want to do in the future is, is start maybe something like that as having men and women hold space for each other, because I don't think that we do enough where we can be so against each other on, Oh, the masculine did this to me or the feminine did this to me. That's such a great idea. And yeah. I would like to hold space with men and women too. And you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. That's awesome. Good work there. Thank Seriously, you. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. We actually had an opportunity, you and myself together to go on a little retreat. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to hear, you know, we, we didn't really get to touch base much after about our personal experiences there right um but I wanted to tell you a little bit about mine and then I want to hear a little bit about yours yes <laughs> but you go first okay 
<laughs> you go first. Okay. Please. Well, can I just talk about how we like showed up too randomly oh, at this random house in I the okay. so, middle of nowhere? Yeah. I mean, I'll start there. Uh, because I was stalking Emily on social media. <laughs> Your name had just um, popped up a few times. And then I have a, mm-hmm. a, a friend, Andy, who had mentioned you. Um, but <clears throat> I tend to suffer from imposter syndrome. So I was watching you mm-hmm. from afar and seeing all of the wonderful work and all of your, you know, social media stuff. And I meant to reach out about nine times, but never did. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, so I rock up to the retreat and I heard your name and I heard Duluth and I Mm -hmm. said, what? I mean, come on. And I, I said, is it you? I was like acting like, like, is it you? Are you Emily from Duluth? (laughs) You're like, who the hell are you? Yeah. Anyway. Well, we had been introduced too by Andy on like an Instagram thread or something. Yeah. No, but nothing went with that. Yeah. We both were like, oh, hi. Bye. Yeah. I don't even remember that part. That's I don't, what, yeah, oh, I'm not okay. sure. I don't know what uh, happened. <laughs> but yes, but that's a whole like common um, theme, at least mm-hmm. with my journey, my healing journey. Right. Um, it's just the connectedness and the, the mycelial network signs from the universe <laughs> and from the medicine um, mm-hmm. that are just blow your mind constantly. Right. So right. that was, you know, and not to mention, well, what, well, t- never mind. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> so we get there. I figured out it was you. So that was stellar. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. How about, <laughs> so, okay. My yeah. experience. Yeah. Um, my experience was deep as fuck. Can I say that? <laughs> yes. Okay. Please. Um, I had, um, I go very deep in this medicine. Um, and, uh, so there's been times, like I said, I've had challenging times, but earlier this year when I was in Costa Rica, um, the mushrooms, I, I was like, what are you teaching me? Teach me something, you know, because I was like in it, I was so used to having these big aha moments in it. And that one, I wasn't having it. And it was more like DMT, like visuals instead. And, and they said, you know what, you're not teachable. (laughs) And I was like, oh, shit, I'm not teachable. And they kind of were like, we're, you know, you need to go away. Um, and so that was the last time I had done them was earlier. You this, mentioned that. Or, yeah, right earlier. Before, and then I'm like, oh, how terrible. Why yeah. mushrooms ever say that to anyone? But right. Anyway, okay. Well, and like microdosing was still fine. Like other things were still okay, but it was like to do a big dose. So anyways, that... Uh, that time when we met up was my time back at like doing a larger dose, you know? And, um, our friend did the kinesiology test on me and said, okay, you need to do this amount. And, and I, so I did that amount and it was actually, that's like a high amount for me. I'm pretty, very sensitive. I'm a lightweight. I'm very sensitive. And Which is great. I wish. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so anyways, the, the journey started, and the mushrooms told me to take my, my extra, or the medicine told me, you know, to take the extra amount too that he had given me, which I've mm, never, the bump. the bump that I've never done that much. But it was like, if you're going to help people go this deep, you better go mm. as deep as you can. And so, yeah, I went very deep. You saw me on the couch. I was almost like, or I was curled up in a ball, just like I was dripping sweat. I was mm. shedding layers of shame um, that had been put on me from other people just 
shame nonstop and from myself, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just seeing how that shame was showing up in my life. And my intention was joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you so it just shows you, somewhere to right. My intention was joy. I was like, how do I get to joy? Cause I've always had these experiences where I'm like, okay, I want to heal this. I want to heal this. And I'm like, okay, there's always room for more joy. Yeah. And, um, I realized I, it, it's hard to experience joy though, when you're carrying around loads of shame. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was like the biggest thing, but I, I want, I, it was like a soul retrieval moment. Wow. That was my deepest experience I've had on psilocybin. And I was like, I went into my Akashic records. I, when I saw how fortunate I am in my life, you know, so deep in my heart, I swear I could read Cameron's thoughts from across the room. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. It was, the thought thing was a little different, but like the Akashic records, I checked with somebody that goes into Akashic records afterwards and she's like, yeah, that's like holds up. Okay, and I don't even know what that is. Oh, sorry. So that's like your soul records. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it showed me what I was in another life and like why I've had this path in, in this life. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Supposedly I was a queen. And so now this life I'm kind of starting at the other end of that, being a single parent and and serving everybody all the time. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess that's helpful knowledge. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) but I could, yeah, I think that we had two very, well, I'm so happy that yours was therapeutic and, you know, very deep. Um, I, did you have more? Because I'm ready for my... <laughs> I mean, there was so much in it, but you yeah. that, those were the biggest things. I mean, yeah, it showed it, me so much. Again, it's impossible to describe in words always, so I'm mm-hmm. probably going to stumble <laughs> um, because it's just so indescribable, you mm-hmm. know, and so many different, um, you know, point directions. You might mm-hmm. be feeling one thing one second, and then, you know, a minute later, you're crying or, you know. Yeah. So I wasn't very emotional. Um, for mine but I think I my intentions you know I'm not ever I need to work better at developing more clear intentions (laughs) um but I really it it really was for me focused around this podcast actually um because this is such a new adventure for me and um it's just brand new and it's kind of a lot and hard and I've been kind of just struggling um I know how I feel on the inside and I just feel like I have this passion and this calling if you will to like share my story to hopefully you know just all I want to do is help people Mm -hmm. but I have um a lot of uh outside influences or I'm I'm worried about how I'm going to be perceived when I'm sharing this story right right so I was, uh, you know, coming to that retreat, just trying to like, I guess, gain more insight about like, why am I like second guessing myself when I feel so, you know, Mm -hmm. passionate, but then the next moment I'm like in the fetal position in the bathroom floor naked going, no, I shouldn't do this. (laughs) But I'm joking. But anyway, so (laughs) it'd be okay. I just want to have more, you know, yeah. It was just trying to get more insight, I guess. But yeah, for me, I... And I think I did, I think for, I, I could have gone deeper, but I think I was kind of holding back just because I'm, I'm newer to more of a, uh, multi-person the group setting, group, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that'll be in later intention, whatever, but anyway, <laughs> um, 
It was interesting because as the medicine, you know, was kind of kicking in and Mm -hmm. um, or a little later on, the most, I guess, poignant or like vivid thing for me, um, there was literally a sea of peacock feathers, like Mm. beautiful, like 3D, and they were almost like swimming. And then, um, you know, on a peacock feather, there's like the eye. Yeah. It was my eyes or one of my eyes and all looking at me. Oh, wild. (laughs) What do you think that means? Well, I don't know. But then I was like (laughs) trying to ask the medicine, you know, I think basically for me or how I'm taking it is, you know, all I really need to give a shit about is what I see for my passion and follow my heart and speak from my, you know, from Mm -hmm. myself and eyes on... My eyes on me are really the only eyes yeah. that matter. Right. So. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah. When you're following your heart and your intention, you yeah. know, it doesn't matter if people are going to be talking right. negatively or whatever. Yeah. So um, it, it, at the time I was like, wow, you know, beautiful peacock feathers. I love mm-hmm. peacock feathers. But, um, you know, then you always do your little journey after the original trip where you're trying to just kind of figure out what the hell was that all about and it just um yeah to me it made perfect sense so (laughs) right well and it's hard to help people when you're in your own way and that came up with me as well during that ceremony is just like get out of your own fucking way and just right you're just help because you're here to help and serve that's what I'm trying to say at the end of the day I'm just trying to help and I want to make people feel better and Mm -hmm. um if you just stay focused with that, right. That, that's it. Right. <laughs> just want to help. Yeah. Um, so, well, so fun to talk about that. I think that mm-hmm. there's a lot of talk about microdosing these days, but mm-hmm. I, I really like to hear more about some of these transformative experiences um, mm-hmm. just because they, no matter who you are, I mean, I find it, I think people are just very curious to know, you know, right. That, and, you know, obviously you can have your heavy trips and you can have your, you know, trauma healing trips. I think mine yeah. is a good example of, you know, nothing too deep, nothing too scary. It was right. very beautiful and I felt fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you came into a space where you were not completely, you didn't know anyone, you didn't know everyone, you know, so that can be a little uneasy. Exactly. And like, I just, I knew our facilitator, our friend Jason well enough where I knew he would hold a safe place. And that's why I was able to go deep. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, if you were to have somebody that you trust and be there for you, then you know, you can go deeper. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, you were lucky to have him. Well, I was lucky to have him too, but if you, if you know them and they know your, you know, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I knew him well enough where I was comfortable and I I could feel he cleansed the space. He, he cleared the energy of in the house, around the house. Yeah. And like, I could feel it. And I was just like, okay, I'm good. I'm going in, going in. in. (laughs) Well, good work. Um, I just wanted to maybe touch about on a couple other things because I'm forever enamored with your knowledge of <laughs> plant medicine. Yeah. And, um, you know, just today, well, I don't know if what, what did the snuff that we consumed or I did. Right. Um, <laughs> it, I, I would like to just talk about, I don't know the name of that. And then we were talking mm-hmm. about, is it San Pedro? Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to, I'd like to hear your thoughts on a couple other plant medicines that 
note, maybe the viewers aren't so familiar with, just to learn more about their benefits and how yeah. they help you. And I, I love to listen and, and learn. Yeah. So what I served you today, well, I didn't bring my serving piece, um, but I had you serve it to yourself because mm -hmm. that's what I use to serve myself. And that was called hape or people call it rape. Okay. It's a shamanic snuff um, that you administered up your nose, of course. And uh, it goes to your pineal gland. So it can put you in like a deep, not a, well, if you want to sit and meditate, it can put you into a deep meditative state. For you and I, we did it before just to ground ourselves down. I had a busy day and had a birthday party and I take on a lot of energies around me. So I was, it's also energetically cleansing. So I'm able to like do that and just clear it out. You know, if I'm having a busy day with kids running around, I just go sit in my room for five minutes. You know, and it's, it's, that's exactly how I feel because right. we had a lot going on before the podcast, yeah. you know, and um, a lot of last second adjustments and, mm -hmm. and then, you know, it did feel that way. And it, right. the stinging is that it's unpleasant, but maybe that's, mm -hmm. I don't know. I felt like that is needed, that effect to get, feel that like clean slate feeling or something. Right. Yeah. 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 It's just cleansing. Um, I love it. And some people can purge when they're doing it you know there's there's yeah. different ways that you can cleanse <laughs> when you're on it or when you do it but um yeah it's a really beautiful medicine it's a mix of tobacco and other spices sometimes they mix it with cacao um usually peruvian uh or colombian there's all different you know areas that can come from but the other one is uh san pedro yeah is also called wachuma mm -hmm. it's not you don't hear about it as often. You hear about ayahuasca more, right? You know, especially right. with everything going on with Aaron Rodgers and yeah. um, some celebrities doing ayahuasca. But Wachuma is the, ayahuasca is the mother plant and, um, or vine. And Wachuma is the father or the grandfather, they say. And so it is kind of more of like a body high it's very light you don't have a lot of visuals or anything is it is it so it's a cactus is it it's derived from cac a cactus yeah do you drink do you you drink it but there is you can have it in powder form too sometimes when it's made the powder lasts longer so it could be in a powder form okay um yeah the powder form does not taste great <laughs> none of it really tastes great it's very very bitter i feel like the worse something tastes, the better I like it. <laughs> I, I like the effect. Okay. Yeah, you did like the burning <laughs> of the snuff. Okay, so, and then, yeah, let's talk about, because you're talking about um, the San Pedro with masculine energy. and Right, yeah, it can help with uh, a lot of masculine wounding. Not only when you're on the medicine, you can have insights or healing around the masculine wounding, but that medicine so powerful I'll continue to work through you for months afterwards mm -hmm. um, or before, you know, I, ha I hear from a lot of people and it's happened to me, like what's going on in my life. There's all these things going on with men or, or masculine, you know, the energy. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just like, well, the medicine's already working through you. You're not even at the ceremony yet, but it's, it's that powerful. Oh, I see. Yeah. Things wow. will start coming to the surface or those people will start coming into your life or, or whatever. Um, so I've healed. I grew up with four brothers and, you know, they didn't intentionally do anything, but they're going to affect you. And then being married and having, we have yeah. men around us. Everybody mm -hmm. has men around them. Everybody's been affected somehow. 
And so, yeah, I, I found a lot of healing through that. And, um, a lot of other people I've been around have too. Awesome. Um, I was checking out your site too. Mm -hmm. Um, what is it? Combo? Combo. What, what you offer ceremonies with that? Why to have no nothing? What? Yeah, that's, uh, comes from a frog secretion. Oh yeah. And so, um, what you do is I'd you like that no. you probably <laughs> would like it cause it's painful. Oh God. Wait, what do you do? Okay. You, well, you burn the top layer of the skin and so then you kind of peel away the skin and then you put the secretion into the wound. Wow. So it's getting into your bloodstream. Mm. Um, this one is like extremely cleansing. I mean, you Usually you do like three to five dots if somebody's healthy. Okay, what um, is the purpose? Sorry, just I'll... well the cleansing purpose. Okay, so purging it's energetically, physically, emotionally, you know, cleansing. Mm -hmm. um, it can be a really great reset, uh, especially people with like addictions, PTSD, things like that. It can be a good reset, and it's also filled with peptides. Oh, so peptides, I mean, can heal so much right. in our bodies and everything. So peptides are great. Um, I do it every once in a while, just like a dot in the morning when I wake up and, um, just to stay healthy. They call it the, um, what is it? Um, it's like their, their shot for their immune system, like in the, in the rainforest, oh, instead of actually getting a shot, a vaccine, a vaccine, sorry. <laughs> yeah. My God. No. I, so that's so interesting. Oh my yeah. gosh. And okay. Combo with a K. Combo with a K. Yeah. That one's <laughs> completely legal to do and okay. serve. And it's a, it's a very beautiful medicine. It's not for the weak. That's for sure. It's, <laughs> it's for, if you want to go do some intense healing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I, well, I'm excited because I mean, to have you as my friend, because I have so yeah. many questions. I just, I, yes. Um, I wanted to, I don't know, do we have anything else that we'd want to touch upon? Do you have any future? Oh, yes. Let's talk mm. about, um, I thought you were putting together kind of like a, a men's yeah. microdosing situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm starting, I did a woman's microdosing course, like a live course, you know, with um, a group of women. And from that, I've had a lot of men ask about if I'm doing, you know, it words allows men. So, and I'm doing a men's course now. And also with going back to that retreat that I held where men and women were holding space for each other, yeah. it just, you know, motivated me to want to hold space for men because it doesn't seem like there's enough space held for men in the mental wellness area. Sure. Mm -hmm. There's, there's so many women in that area and women supporting women. And it's just like, what about mm. the men? And I spoke with um, a coach the other day that, you know, he has a lot of experience in this area. And he said, or no, he was a shaman. Um, I think he said men have like 80% less support in the mental wellness space than women do. Wow. Yeah. So I was just like, okay. I and mean, then it's like almost double trouble because I'm not trying to generalize men, but I think it's hard for men to even say they might need help or harder. Completely. And then, so, yeah. Yeah. It's shown, you know, or society has made them think that they're weak if they, if they do show that or if yeah. they want to heal or if they're vulnerable. And it's in the end, they're just as sensitive as we are. We just don't give them the space for it. Yeah. Right. I feel bad now. 
so okay so you're so you're gonna hold um is it yeah yeah tell me sorry so yeah I'm holding um a men's uh microdosing course starting in January it's a six-week course and it will involve um teaching the benefits of microdosing sourcing it protocols all of the things, all the tools that they need to microdose. And then, um, and it will also be uh, compounds as well. I mean, there's so many different compounds to microdose, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So everything will start out with personalizing everybody's uh, microdosing path for the course. Mm -hmm. And then throughout the course, I will have them take the medicine before our get togethers so that they're in a relaxed place mm -hmm. to be open. Um, and then we're going to be doing some shadow work and facing fears and limiting beliefs and all those exciting things. And we'll also do, uh, we're going to mix microdosing with uh, neurodynamic breath work as well so that it can be super powerful. Yeah. To mix those two together and have like a, a release. And then when it's time to bring the women in. Yeah. I will be there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, that's so exciting. Um, mm -hmm. I think if anybody has more questions about you or wants to know more about your services, they yeah. can visit your website, which is just emilythepsychedeliccoach.com. Mm -hmm. And then you also have such a fabulous Instagram um, appearance. I mean, thank you. I'm, I'm always looking and things are so inspirational. Yeah, um, as you're stalking me. As I do stalk you. <laughs> it's okay, you're um, my favorite stalker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wonderful. Um, but just to call it your Instagram handle, it's Emily underscore the, the underscore psychedelic mm -hmm. underscore coach. Yes. Yay. Thank you. Well, this has been amazing. Mm -hmm. And I... Again, appreciate your time. Emily's a mother. She has three kids, and I—I I don't know how do people have more than one. I only have one, but um. yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> very outnumbered. But that's yes, that's where the microdosing has helped. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> extremely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day and mm -hmm. traveling to come and see me. And I hope to do this more often because there's so much to cover. Yeah. And so many more things to talk about. And I want to continue growing and learning from you and, you know, circling back after some of these experiences. It's, yes. It's me from you too. I'm so excited for it. This is just the beginning <laughs> for know. us. I thank you for having me. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you, Emily. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed it. If anybody wants more information, feel free to visit my website, linesonmushrooms.com. Thanks again.